Well, I think he's largely codependent anyway. So <laughs> somebody acknowledge my existence, please. <laughs> Welcome to the Story Tinker Podcast, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, mainly from Webtoon. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say thirsty fans, we dive deep in every episode, analyzing character struggles, relationship development, and of course, theories. We also interview people working in creative industries. You can follow The Story Tinker on YouTube, podcast platforms, and social media. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. We're really appreciative of your likes, subscribes, follows, comments, and ratings on all platforms. Thanks for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. We discovered that the cuddle puddle was caused by a ghost scare. Also, the Quincy uses a million skincare products. Pabe's resolution not to talk to Tori is shot, given that they literally slept together in their underwear. More footage has been released, and we learned that Shark and Gil are behind it, and that Gil, unsurprisingly, has nefarious plans up his sleeve. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 98 of Midnight Poppy Land. And today we have Laura and Haley, and a new guest, Vanessa. And hi! <laughs> hi! Good nice to see everyone see again. This is my bestie Vanessa, hey. my IRL uh, bestie. Yep, coming to you from Indiana, um, in the Midwest. Um, hey, yeah, we don't say that. Excited to be a part of a podcast. I've never been on a podcast. The first first uh, comic I'm ever reading um, on an app, and uh, it's pretty exciting. So I'm a therapist by trade, and uh, happy to uh, read this with you all. Awesome. <laughs> yeah and we're definitely looking forward um you said earlier that you have like experience with with gangs and um you know working with interaction so we're definitely excited to hear if you have any insights on that end yeah yep happy to happy to lend uh, some insight into all the characters not just Tora, although he's the most fun and complicated <laughs> <laughs> yep it's like, oh, we got our hands on him he's also the most sexy i know and he's nice to look at want to think about him a lot yeah that's how I like first got you hooked I was like look at this picture of Torah it was like episode one or two where Torah gets the um text from Goliath like help and he's putting his hair up yeah he's got the cigarette and it's got like one button done and he's like and I'm like check this out and she's like oh (laughs) okay I will okay (laughs) yeah it didn't work when I tried it with my friends they were like why doesn't he have any two bills? He looks weird. Oh, come on. <laughs> like, and that's all you can say? Really? <laughs> what about the abs for days? Mm-hmm. The v, it's a very distinct V. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, the hip dip. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And those tattoos? Okay, come on. All right. Wow, the thirst is starting early today. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even oh, have yeah. first panel. <laughs> Well, you know, we start this episode and everyone's shirtless and laying all over each other. So darn, exactly. darn it. <laughs> yep. So Haley, you can. Oh, that's my cue. Okay. Cool. Right so, away. <laughs> we see uh, Tora and Quincy kind of uh, cuddling, and Quincy looks like a train wreck. <laughs> it says fell asleep only about an hour ago, and he probably is used to having his beauty sleep. Um, and this is very much disruptive to him and Tora seems very calm and for once and he's usually not used to sleeping 
you know, in an unfamiliar place, I would think, but he seems very comfortable with his brother and his girl there. So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool to see him relaxed. And he's yeah. so slept like a fucking baby. Mm -hmm. We can like, we can, uh, we can hope that maybe that's why he's comfortable because his best buds are around him. Yeah. Maybe and I also, because, oh, oh go, go ahead, sorry. Laura. Sorry. Oh, maybe because it's also a clan neutral um, town that he feels like he can relax. Yeah. Totally. And I was I was thinking also like it's been a really emotional um weekend for him. <laughs> he just bought this house. <laughs> he like wow. was scrambling trying to get everything ready so that just in case Poppy wanted to come in, he oh, was and, and ready for that with Poppy, you know, with everything she would just went through in her apartment. And he has all this preoccupation of like, is she safe? I can't get a hold of her. Okay, I got her. Now I'm not with her. Is she safe again? And it's just this constant back and forth. So he's probably just super exhausted. Yeah. They all are. Mentally, really. yeah, physically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Haley, relative to what you were saying, relating to what you were saying before, um, he does move apartments a lot. If you remember Quincy saying that at some point. So he probably does have experience sleeping in new places fairly often. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay, and well, Poppy looks a little um, <clears throat> shocked, disturbed. Uh, Gorgeous. Yes, I was just gonna say, gosh, beautiful. Um, and she's where's thinking, the makeup oh. smudge under the eyes? This is every morning I wake up. If I have worn makeup the day before, <laughs> even if I wore makeup two days ago, there's always smudges under my eyes when I wake up. It's Somehow, cute. You never see this in movies. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> no, she's looking lovely, and she says, "Okay, it's all coming back to me now." And we're fading into a flashback. <clears throat> uh, yesterday was my first night here and we had our takeaway dinner in relative silence. And after a quick bath in the creaky old bathhouse, I escaped back to my room. And they're all kind of sitting there at dinner, probably very awkwardly. <laughs> yep. And uh, the house itself is really cool. It's very Japanese style. They're sitting on the floor. Um, I did spend some time in Japan when I was 18, and that's really what they do. They sit on the floor. There was not a lot of, just like a kitchen table with chairs, but yep, the uh, host family all sat around the table on the floor on cushions, and that was how you did it, so, but anyway, they're, I would, I would love, it seems so relaxing to just to have all that greenery around you. Yeah, that's very simplistic, too, like, not, not so much clutter. Mm -hmm. Anywho, uh, looking at an outside shot of the house, everything's dark. Poppy says, no contact day one. Stay strong, Pops. <laughs> I was talking to Vanessa about this before we got on with you. Um, Poppy's really showing her age there. Um, she's 21. She's like, I'm going to not talk to him for this many days. And <laughs> Vanessa brought up, they just had this big conversation after the break-in about, you know, he blew up at her, she blew up at him, and they had a really good conversation about communication, and here she is taking, like, two steps back again, so. And even so far as to, like, bring a planner into it and, like, mark off days so she can make sure she stay on track. <laughs> yeah, don't talk to Tora for that, and, like, how Day many, one. how many days did she decide? Was it 20? She said a month, I think. Yeah. A month? Which is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not going to happen, but okay. So I think, you know, I, I know like some other people were like talking exactly that, that it's like bad communication. But I think that for her, this is her way of retaining control. 
She is like just being dragged along and buffeted along in a situation that is out of her control. She's feeling very scared, very anxious. And I think this is her way of saying, this is one thing she can do that is taking control of her life. So I think that's, besides for being mad at him, obviously, I think that it's also maybe reassuring for her to feel like she has control over something. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So scrolling along, she's looking at her calendar again. She said, but I really wanted to tell him that. And she just kind of looks up and sees someone creeping around in the hall. And she instantly thinks Tora, which, (laughs) you know, hmm, maybe she hoped it was him. Yes, I think she has conflicting feelings, you know, like she is mad at him, but she still wants to, she wants to tell him something, which, what do you think she wants to tell him? Well, I mean, I'm sure she's, she just has a jumble of emotions. She's probably, I mean, he's protected her through a lot of things and she probably just wants to say, you know, I'm scared. I'm, I feel safe with you. I feel safe being here, but she's all at the same time, you know, upset at the whole situation and has had her whole life uprooted. So, you know, she still cares about him, obviously, and she knows he'll protect her, but she's not maybe ready to extend the olive olive branch yet. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she was thinking about um, what she said back at her house in Moonbright when she was like, are you in the mafia? And he said, yes. And she said, Mm -hmm. me too. Mm. Um, I wonder if she wanted to elaborate on that a little bit. Mm. Oh, wish she would. <laughs> I know. Yeah, come on now. I'd just like to point out too that her jammies keep getting sexier and sexier. Mm. Yeah, more midriff happening more often. Mm. I've noticed in the episodes as they must be a total coincidence. Yeah. Not because she's you know with Tora in the house. <laughs> well, I love how they all matched too. The last yeah. episode, Quincy was wearing the green shorts, mm-hmm. and Tora and Poppy had the green shirts on. I'm like that's interesting I don't know but uh she's startled and someone lurking and she says wait a minute Tora doesn't lurk <laughs> looking pretty annoyed she gets up wraps a blankie around her what is it Quincy <laughs> and he tumbles in like a big doofus he says Ooh. <laughs> it's like it's obviously Quincy's very attractive but you can't take him seriously enough to like he's just a just he's a dork very childish <laughs> he's very childish yeah i mean he's kind of the comic relief mm-hmm. but true he's, he's, attractive. he's like completely comfortable being in like boxers and tiny little shorts mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he's very comfortable with his body absolutely oh if my body looked like that man <laughs> i know right <laughs> he says oh pops thank god you're still awake drama queen of course mm-hmm. If it's not too much trouble, could I perhaps bunk with you tonight? Super formal. <laughs> oh, Quincy was. Mindy likes Quincy. He's such a cutie pie. I love like over the top dramatic characters. And, and he's blonde, which is my favorite hair color. And yeah, he's just so cute. I love him. And he's a, and he's a good boy. He's really good, which is also so sweet. Anyway, I could really rave about Quincy forever, but you know, that would take the whole podcast. So there's there's more facets to him that we haven't seen yet. True. I like when he gets real because I it's hard to take him seriously a lot of times where you're just like, and I think that's the point. But anyway, he's looking like all stressed out. I think this place is haunted. <laughs> 
I think that's where you pick up. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, Poppy's like, uh, huh? <laughs> One more thing to worry about. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> she's, uh, so now she's looking at him and she's like, uh, haunted? Yeah. One more thing, right? Uh, and uh, nonchalantly, you know, Quincy's like, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, spreading out his bedroll. Without um, even Poppy, getting her yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, party. Poppy says, okay, so it's a little creepy around here, but I wouldn't say it's haunted, right? Rational. And new houses are always a little scary after all. Uh, and then she's thinking, compared to our cottage at Moonbright, Taurus House feels like a luxury five-star hotel. Um, and this brings back the scene, which I loved. Like Poppy's like, okay, I'm going to bed at that time. And then Quincy and Tora are huddled in the corner and there's like little fireflies. Oh, yeah, Damien. Oh, Damien, sorry. Yeah, and the frogs. And yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they're like freaking out about all these bugs. City um, boys can't yeah, handle it. That was I, I really like that. <laughs> um, and then so Poppy, trying to be calm and rational. Did you actually see anything? Quincy says, no, but the loo kept flushing on its own. And Poppy counters with the the plumbing's faulty then <laughs> she's she's getting nervous because, yeah yeah, yeah. Starting. It's, it's just the uh faulty plumbing no big deal right and her facial expression in the previous panel she's like ah, so yeah. Yeah, i don't know about this she's starting to get the little sweat mark yeah okay and poppy says and why'd you come to me where's your bodyguard right like yeah. go, where's your bodyguard go to the big handsome burly man next door <laughs> and he'll protect you like he's protecting all of us right now he's kind of the caretaker for everyone right now mm-hmm. Quincy says oh forget about him can't you hear <laughs> Bobby's like what are you talking about and then Quincy says in the next panel the majestic crescendos and decrescendos <laughs> he's so cute I love <laughs> it like no big deal that's a vocabulary mm-hmm. So then the giant Zs are in the next panel indicating, um, you know, Quincy logs. says, yes, yeah, logs. Quincy says, of that mofo's turbo-powered engine. <laughs> and Poppy says, okay, I see what you mean. And Quincy says, what are, those, that, what are those things that Quincy, oh, uh, never mind, I realize what it is. It's his, he, like, lays out his toiletry kit, you know? <laughs> oh, I just, I didn't know that. Nighttime routine of, like, moisturizing, which we bring up in the next panel. <laughs> Uh, and Quincy says, and if that isn't bad enough, he's hogged the entire mattress. He's determined to be extra annoying tonight, I'm sure, which I don't think is the case. I think Quincy's I, being extra as usual. Tora's <laughs> earned it, but. So how is he hogging a mattress? Because Quincy took a mattress with him. So didn't they have two? Uh, like, did he I, just take the blanket and the mattress out from under him? And like now Tora has none? Yeah. I think Quincy's just being Quincy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or maybe they had him like right next to each other and Tora was like laid out across both of them, maybe. Starfish. Yeah. Quincy says, anyway, want some moisturizer? Let's <laughs> just gloss over anyway, moisturizer. Do you want some moisturizer? Such a girl. And why is he offering it? Because he says, uh, you're a little flaky over here and points to like the spot. <laughs> You know, his nose flaky's got a little poppy's got a little flake on her face and poppy says so are you which i yeah. think is a, more than <laughs> talking about skin flakes 
I love that line. I love it. I just love how they made her face so just yeah. deadpan, like right. really right now. Bust into my room and then offer me moisturizer after freaking me out. You're um, weird. Your skin's dry. You need yeah. to moisturize. <laughs> So I know, on, if I was in Poppy's position, I'd be like, Quincy, did you just come in here to put moisturizer on my face? Same. Like, did you make up the haunted stuff? <laughs> <laughs> did you just want to have a slumber party and paint our nails? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah but see, um, I could see Quincy as the kind of guy who doesn't want to sleep alone. Like, he's lonely and he needs company. He's mm-hmm, like, yeah. He needs friends. Yeah. Well, I think he's largely codependent anyway. So... <laughs> Somebody acknowledge my existence, please. <laughs> um, so Poppy's over it and says, um, anyway, I'm going to crash now. I can hardly stay awake any longer. Good night and don't let the bed bugs bite. Um, so she's laying down, covering up, and Quincy's like, bed bugs? <laughs> oh, no, what? <laughs> um, Has he never heard that expression before? I think he's just like, like, like oh, bugs. Oh, yeah, I forgot I need to be scared. There's right? there's bugs. Yeah. Oh, so it's haunted and there's bugs now. Mm-hmm. Oh, bed great. bugs. Great. Know, in my bed that I, yeah, I got all my moisturizers in. <laughs> I want to actually say, you know what? I'm going to give Quincy credit because I bet he's the kind of guy who was also very like fussy and like likes to have perfect accommodations and probably likes to be mm-hmm. in his own bed. So the fact that he was willing to come sleep in this like unfinished house with the hot water maybe just turned on. So I think that shows that he, you know, he wants to be the first friends despite physical deprivations. Hmm, good point. That's why he has a giant toiletry bag and not just the bare essentials. <laughs> you have to bring the whole, you know, the whole regimen. You yeah. Can't just... I can't wait to see what extraness he comes up with the next day after the terrible night of sleep. What, and uh-huh. what kind of wardrobe did he bring? <laughs> I know for the next day. <laughs> okay. Um, so Poppy's trying to sleep and then we hear, um, creep, creep, and then slam. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, uh, Poppy jolts awake. <laughs> her eyes like, boom. <laughs> and then, um, and sh- her famous, uh, son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> son of a biscuit. What was that? Quincy says, you heard the creaking and slamming? <laughs> And all the lines, they're like so, they're like shouting, ah, what was that? Uh, so Quincy's uh, wigged out and it's like, it's been on the past hour. Where is it coming from? I feel like he has not been sleeping. I think that's him. Oh, no, yeah. Slept for the past hour. Well, and he's got like the dark bags under his eyes. It looks like mm-hmm. he's really scared. He's all stressed out. But you know, like, do you remember being at slumber parties like this and you would like escalate the situation like one person would get freaked out and then the next person would like escalate it and then you'd all be like you're all freaked out yeah although this is exactly what's happening although poppy's being the brave one and she's like oh i'll go look (laughs) maybe she's just annoyed like you keep waking me up you asshole (laughs) uh now we have a dark some darkness and then the, the misty hallway mm. looking eerie more mist now freaked out quincy sneaks up behind her and then um do i keep going or is this whether you is were this, taking over mindy yeah uh, they're outside now yeah uh, we can go on i'll do it when we get to Toro. okay oh. And Quincy's like, look, look, what is that thing? <laughs> she says, uh, it's just missed from the pond. She's looking okay, like collected for the moment. 
It's, she would know because she grew up with like a pond right behind her house. Yeah, yeah. So she's used to it being dark and kind of eerie and making quiet, and hearing all the sounds, country home. And she's annoyed because she's like, ah, stop crowding me. Go back to sleep, Quincy. <laughs> excuse me um so her trying to rationalize even if it's a ghost there's two of us and just one of and by the way that panel that panel shows like the utter irony because Quincy is like massively built over here like yeah. I think even more than Tora in this particular shot like I mean I think it's a little exaggerated but it's, it's like bicep is crazy forearm sorry but he's the one cowering behind like little tiny tiny body. little girl yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then um flicker right the lights flicker off in the next panel and now poppy's looking freaked out and he's about to fall over and have a heart attack um and then the lights come back on and then they're back off <laughs> they're looking scared and then now we're back to torah sawing logs here kind of bringing it back and then bro torah you know, now they're, uh, yeah, <laughs> Quincy and Poppy are in Tora's room, just waking up, he's audibly still snoring and snorting and choking because they want him to wake up. Mm -hmm. So Quincy says, wake up, big bro, and Tora, please wake up, because mm -hmm. they're scared. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yes, I would be very annoyed if I was Tora. So I have, um, I, <laughs> I have a kid who is like this. <laughs> Much, much less now, but she used to constantly come up to me in my husband's room like, I'm scared of this, of that, there's this, there's that. And I, I sorry to say, I did not relate to this at all. I've never been, never had that like scared of ghosts or creaking sounds or anything. And I'm like, go to bed. There is no thief. There is no ghost. There is no animal. There is nothing. Go to sleep. Stop waking me up. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had this, um, game called gator golf so it was like a putt putt game where you would put the golf ball into the alligator's mouth and then it would spin around and it would pop the ball back out well I kept it under my bed and my mom I would go mom oh there's an alligator under my bed and she'd go you're right there is look <laughs> it's, it's gator golf right there and it was more of a scary alligator in mm -hmm. like my mind but mm -hmm. <laughs> just gator golf that's funny and here in this panel um we see the mattress that quincy was referring to i guess he was trying to share the bed with Tora, <laughs> so he wouldn't have to sleep on the little <laughs> pad <laughs> yeah. so maybe he tried to go to Tora's room first and Tora was like get the fuck out of here <laughs> so we went to poppy's room Oh yes, and um, I think we'll make several notes of Tora's underwear um, because they're fabulous. <laughs> yeah, he's had. We were just talking about yeah. it too. He had like the uh, the banana um, shorts, and then of course in Moonbright he had the checkered ones with mm -hmm. the smiley faces. And I thought it was just like extra stuff he had, like it was going to be a one time thing. But he clearly has many pairs of these colorful undies mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, i would think that quincy would have crazy patterns and torah has would have plain ones but mm -hmm. no, quincy right now is like very plain i mean it's orange granted but it's just solid so surprise the rules are reversed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well 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 we don't know if quincy was the one to buy torah all his underwear That's a good i was point. just thinking that <laughs> 
<laughs> Sounds like something he would do. <laughs> like you really need to liven up your underwear. Big <laughs> bro. I can um, write. That. Do you want me to keep going? Uh, I guess I'll take over from here. Okay. So poor guy is like not really awake and I was like, are you sure? He looks like his soul hasn't returned. He's like, okay, okay. he's awake now. Like, what the hell? Like, Tora, are you awake? Dream? You're not dreaming. Don't fall asleep again. And mind you, from the lady who's like, I'm never going to talk to him again. She's like holding those shrieks. <laughs> like, if you uh, wouldn't know, you would think it was romantic. I mm. said it's a secret garden. Right? <laughs> the creator of the series she does on her patreon page sometimes there's uh secret garden posts where she does saucy like nsfw stuff Ooh. and sometimes it's canon so she can't put it on webtoon but there might be like an extra scene that's spicy that couldn't be on webtoon so <laughs> yep you know maybe but <laughs> maybe not plug for lily's patreon for sure Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> and Poppy's like, you need to go take a look outside. I think your house is haunted. And Quincy's like, bro, I swear to God, there's an epic ghost outside the room. Oh my God. <laughs> extra, extra, extra. Is he, he hugging what? Tora in that panel? Yes. Absolutely. Both <laughs> arms, too. You can see his thumb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my God. He's so dramatic. How did he survive all these years? Oh my gosh. <sighs> and Tora's like, what the F? And they go outside and he mumbles, where is it? There's no laughing ghost around here. And he's swaying because he's still half asleep. And they're just quivering behind him. <laughs> and Quincy's like, Quincy or Poppy? I can't tell who says this. Um, I think it's Tora. Um, the part that says, oh, maybe we were mistaken. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like Poppy. Would say that. Like, um, maybe we're mistaken, but I don't know if we can trust him. He can barely stand straight. Like, God, I hope he's right. And Quincy's like, well, I guess we're just being paranoid. Poppy says, yeah, let's go back. It's a little chilly out here. Yeah, it's because you're not wearing any clothes, Poppy. Jeez. <laughs> right. And now I'm, I'm a little, I, I'm not sure exactly what's happening, but I'll, I'll give you my theory and I wonder if you guys agree. Then suddenly Tora finds himself looking at Poppy. It looks like he's looking at Poppy. And he says, oh, and he says, but dump. But he's, the next panel is him looking at like the empty space. Mm -hmm. But then he's like, sees Poppy clutching him and he says, Quincy clutching him on the other side. And there's badump, badump, cree, cree. And he says, you mean that one? And I couldn't figure out if he was being serious or if he was trying to like hype it up so that Poppy would continue clinging onto him. Or maybe surprise, Tora can see ghosts. I was going to say, maybe he has a little more of an affinity for that kind of like spiritual realm of he like he believes in that. And um, so they're like, oh, maybe there's a ghost. Oh, oh, you mean that one right there? <laughs> but, but we don't see anything. That's the thing. Like, I, I, mm -hmm. I think like I thought that if he actually sees ghosts, like we would actually see something there. But we don't yeah, see. well, look at Quincy's face. He's look, he's like, huh? Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, and I know early on that um, Lily Dust, the author, said that there was maybe going to be like a supernatural element to Midnight Poppy Land, mm. but I don't know if she dropped that or not, but maybe. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if Tora is just like startled awake a little bit because he noticed movement in the cap in the cupboard cabinet thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he would it, it does kind of look like he's looking at Poppy, but maybe he's just like he just noticed movement over there. And so he got a little butt up, like a little nervous about it. Hmm. I don't know. He doesn't seem too nervous. But he doesn't have his gun on him, so I'm sorry we don't think, but he's a ghost really. <laughs> but yeah, and uh it all it takes is that and Quincy and Toro, uh, Quincy and Poppy have just like yitted themselves inside. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, they're like, son of a biscuit, we left him outside. And they're like, yeah, I can. And then she's like, Quincy, stop panicking. Help me pull him in. He's in some kind of trance. <laughs> Whereas, I don't know. I'm thinking he's just like tired because he's yeah. Playing. Maybe he thinks he's dreaming still. <laughs> like where you're that half awake mm-hmm. state. I, I sleepwalk still. They say you're supposed oh. to grow out of it when you get older, but sometimes I still sleepwalk and I sleep talk all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'll like pick stuff up. Like one time I went from the bed to the kitchen. I took a Tupperware out of the cabinet, put it on my husband's side of the bed for a <laughs> science experiment and then got back into bed. Like that was, that was what allowed me to go back to sleep was I have to get this for the science experiment. In the morning, he wakes up and goes, why, what's this Tupperware doing here? I'm like, uh, I feel like I needed it for something. <laughs> so maybe it's something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then they grab him and we see Quincy's hand on his shirt and Poppy's hand basically pulling down his boxers. Okay. <laughs> yep, get a little crack there. <laughs> I mean, not mad about it. It's fine. Like, oh my gosh, sorry, Tora. And yeah, she's like, oops. <laughs> sorry, yeah, so looks, sorry. Her resolution not to talk to him is just like going way downhill. <laughs> right. Hmm. It was a lot of very funny moments. And they pull the door and they slam it. And that is the end of that nighttime uh <laughs> And then we're caught back up to present the present time. And that was how all three of us ended up in Tor's bedroom last night. And you can see that it's morning now, it's daylight, and there's a shot of outside, and then a shot of some fruit and a drink. And uh, we see clack, clack, pardon our intrusion. We didn't know you were there, wherever you came from. And we see that it's Poppy offering the fruit and drink (laughs) to the cupboard to whatever uh, spiritual presence is there. There, this isn't much, or there isn't much to offer you right now, but here's some fruit and beer. Just please don't scare us like that again. And um, maybe keep us safe while you're at it. And we can see her hands in like a little prayer um, position. What's that? He tripped while carrying some boxes through a mantrum? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a dumbass, but please keep him safe too. He's the owner of this house after all. And she does a little bow. Aww. That, to me, that shows a lot about Poppy. Like she's making fun of Tora by, you know, saying he tripped and then, you know, saying he's a dumbass, right? Which is expressing her anger, like what she really feels, but she's still wants him to be safe. Hmm. And what do you think she's responding to? She says, what's that? He tripped and threw a mantrum? You know, like, did she hear something or did she, you know, like make something up in her mind and she responded to like, what could the spirit be angry about, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe just venting a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a little bit. But um, I mean, 
I, like, I have a very my philosophy in life is like I just don't believe in ghosts period so like in my head there's like no way that let's just talk to anyone but like you said if it's if obviously if I, if I was in a fantasy webtoon I wouldn't think that right but like since Minna Papalina has not really been going along that lines I'm like yeah she's just talking to herself and just expressing her feelings but mm -hmm. who knows maybe maybe we will get some more supernatural um I have two cats and my husband and I will often talk for them and carry on a conversation <laughs> between ourselves and the cat <laughs> so this reminds me of that <laughs> <laughs> that is good yeah. so we carry on um and it's Poppy's narrating again she says fortunately I managed to creep back to my room without waking the sleeping elephant seals I mean men <laughs> and we see a picture of a calendar it's her weekly planner i guess and she crosses off monday one and then she scribbles it out <laughs> but i guess i'm back to day zero again mm -hmm. oh well. <laughs> okay and then this next panel i was talking to vanessa about <clears throat> i'd just like to point out that at the beginning when they all woke up together tora was not wearing a shirt right <laughs> and now she's flashing back to being in bed in bed together and it looks like she's trying to talk to him or something and his shirt is on so where did the shirt go is what i want to know this is a diehard situation oh the shirt changed color <clears throat> i guess that's the magic in the popular <gasps> no that's what the ghost the ghost made his shirt disappear mm -hmm. i like the i oh good yeah. job ghost. thanks ghost, thanks, ghost. <laughs> Same thing happened in the lake, right? Remember his, tur his turtleneck magically fell off or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he lost it. Yeah. Yeah, where'd my shirt go? Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> oh, I fell over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Don, I fell over. Yeah. Uh, really yeah. She thinks of that. <laughs> oh, wait, she, hold on. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, when they first, when she first wakes up, she doesn't have the shirt on. Sometimes I'll take clothes off in my sleep. <laughs> I'll, I'll have like my pajamas on when I go to bed, and then in the morning they're like on the side of the bed, and I have no recollection of taking yeah. it off. I We're guess too hot. Yeah, especially yeah. with Quincy cuddling in. <laughs> yeah, true. Right. I think something happened there that we're going to find out later because she's sighing and blushing then in that next panel and you're like tell me what went down i want to know mm -hmm. i think it's just a mistake <laughs> yeah i think she was just uh, blushing because she's you know she was sleeping with him basically mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and grabbed his boxers <laughs> <laughs> pulled him down a little bit <laughs> yeah um okay and then she's contemplating and then she like kind of um resets herself a little bit and says first things first need to unpack my clothes and in the it seems like in the background breaking news today the tv is on two more video footages have been released leading to the shocking arrest of one of Marin city's most well-respected mayor Hmm. Does Niran City have more than one mayor? Or are they just saying that this mayor has been the most well-respected in the history of mayors? <laughs> I think that I'm going to go with the second one, Laura, the history that, of mayors. As, a, as I was saying that out loud, that made more sense. But when I first said it, I was like, why is yeah. there more than one mayor? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
discrepancy there it, myself. And like when you said it out loud, I mean, I was like, oh, I guess I didn't think of it. Like, no. yeah, cool. All right. Um, so Poppy's paying attention to the TV. Several of the most influential clan leaders of the city have agreed to hold a press conference to address the situation. So what? Like what? <laughs> I think I Wait. think maybe clan leaders. Yeah. I think when they say that, they don't mean mafia clan leaders. I think they mean like respectable clan leaders. Like, okay, maybe in that world, a clan is not necessarily like a mafia clan. Happens to be mafia. Like we know it's mafia on the side. But like I think maybe it's just like a political institution in the city. Hmm. Oh, okay. But hmm. who else was at that? And we'll have to when we get to it. But I mean, Vincent's there, obviously. Is there anyone else we recognize there? I mean, we. I guess we don't really know any other clan leaders at this point, but right. Okay, so I guess they would they would go like the news would go to the clan leaders like they would have a press conference probably because they like have political ties to the mayor and other politicians and stuff like maybe they're financially backing some people and so maybe that's like why would they go to the clan leaders. <laughs> Like, I, think I don't the clan leaders are part of like the political structure in there and ah okay I'm gonna guess. okay that's fucked All up right. <clears throat> okay so then we see poppy recognizes it's tora's boss but ump and the coloring in the panel changes she gets like scared um and as we go on it is Quincy's dad, and we wish only to serve and protect the people of Marin. So please continue placing your faith in us as you. And then she turns the TV off. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. So gag. Oh. This is a oh, thing. So close. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty gross. Mm -hmm. Pretty gross. And so she's sitting there in silence. Sorry, what? The dapper. He's a dapper dresser. You know where Quincy gets it from? Oh. Mm -hmm. I was oh, I was totally like you said a dapper dresser. I'm like she's a dresser in her room. Where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. So Poppy's just sitting in silence, kind of taking it in, processing it, and now it's just black with white text, and it's nothing but focusing on her thoughts. Ghosts might be scary, but the heart of man seems to be far more terrifying. That's a very profound. Yeah. A little transition, clap, 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 and we see Vincent. He was looking very pleased with himself. Um, someone is saying, round of applause for an incredible speech by the one and only Vincent Bachman. Clap, 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 where it looks like we're in a boardroom, people clapping, smiling. Such a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, is this, oh, I get them mixed up. Is this shark that we see mm -hmm. in the next? Yeah. Okay, this is shark. And some random person behind him. It looks like a whiteboard. <laughs> uh, but Vincent in the next panel is frowning. Hmm. Um, any questions from the floor? Is this still a press, press conference maybe? Yeah, I'm wondering why he's frowning. Do you think it's related to shark, like leaving the room? Or? I think shark's or in the background there actually. I can yeah, see but in the next poses. Or is he oh, just no. kind of like 
fed Drop up with the whole facade. yeah just kind of yeah. fed up with the whole thing like oh you know oh club yay anyway stupid. <laughs> <laughs> i've got bigger fish to fry yeah. where's yeah. tora <laughs> like i don't want to be here right now mm-hmm. i want to be on my yacht <laughs> <laughs> my yacht sipping the most uh-huh so maybe or maybe that's a signal from vincent to shark to leave Mm. um because it seems like it's implying i think that they're making eye contact and then um i don't know because shark is behind him so i don't i don't see it as oh much. you're right oh hmm. Hmm. i don't know anyway so we continue on and we see that shark is in the hallway he's out of the press conference room he's on the phone he says you got the money um or no someone on the phone says you got the money and then shark responds from the first couple videos you bet received it this morning in my crypto account (laughs) of course he has a crypto account (laughs) you're on a roll my man um although i guess crypto is a way to like smuggle money without having it being traced okay so that makes sense um oh no next panel oh my gosh good who is it ew with his little yeah, creepy his double there were i forgot who it was but i know we mentioned it on the podcast there were people who theorized that shark and gill are brothers that they have the same coloring and i can't remember who it was but credit to them <laughs> oh mm-hmm. well and i wonder if vincent knows like if he's having shark like bait Gil into giving the information because Vincent was the one that wanted the notebook to begin with. I bet there's incriminating evidence uh, um, towards the Bothman clan in the in the notebook. So I wonder if Shark had instructions to, oh yeah, let him leak stuff about people we don't care about so that we can reel him in and then you know find his ass and get the notebook and kill him. And I don't know. I don't know. I think he's working on his own. I think Shark is an ambitious guy. Like he's mm-hmm. owned that pawn shop or whatever. And I think he's just doing it on his own. I think Vincent, if if Vincent had the notebook, we would have not seen him panic a few days ago about it. And I think that he's just, you know, trying to get more money or power for himself. I think it's just his own thing. Doing that yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying he's doing that side hustle. <laughs> yeah i wonder if he's trying to move up in the clan use it as a way to like move up and be yeah just move up in the clan um and i have to point out i don't know if it was intentional or not but like all the fishing analogies you were using to describe gill the fish yep. <laughs> shark, oh, shark was oh. reeling in he was using the bait <laughs> yes. oh. well, thank you it was unintentional but <laughs> I think a person who made that connection between Shark and Gil being brothers also said that a little fishy. Oh, mm. they are both fishy, oh, and they're fishy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, people are so smart. Wow, <laughs> I like listening to the podcast because you get all these little crumbs that you're like, oh, hmm. <laughs> yep, exactly. So we get further evidence of how fishy Gil is he's sharing or he's looking at employee records of poppy and jacob and we assume Erdine is on that list also um and it has like you know their personal contact information oh my gosh how scary um addresses and stuff and click click 
time for us to create a nice little diversion away from ourselves. This is talking to shark. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of the episode. That was such a good episode. Take Gil. Uh, hmm. Take Gil. But that's pretty clever of him. <laughs> I want to know more about uh, his wife that he just murdered and yeah. left. And she's starting to stink. Oh. And she was, wasn't she pregnant too? That's yeah. The implication. The whole, the, the whole dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. How is it? She's yeah. talking to her sort of the baby like oh your dad i made this for you oh boy that's fucked up mm-hmm. yeah i think okay. he looks like a psychopath he doesn't seem to show any emotions at all right, right. <sighs> yeah well he doesn't seem to be thinking to... about that at all sorry to interrupt. he doesn't seem to be thinking about that at all he's just trying to like he's just moving on it's just another part of his day he's just moving on to the next thing <laughs> well and we're at an interesting point with him because you know he's been outed like like everyone figured out that they don't have jobs and that he was putting on this business front, like falsifying account records and all of these things. So he's like, he's on the run, he's hiding, you know? So he's also probably his game is to like somehow get a, get back ahead because people are lots of different people are looking for him right. for well, different he, reasons. He knows Torah is looking for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that it's specifically Torah, but he knows people have been following him and mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> when you get backed into a corner like that and you're a psycho, you know, it's when you feel like you have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more dangerous than a person who's got nothing left to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've set up for a lot of drama. I think it's fantastic. Like he'll probably incriminate maybe Jacob, I think Poppy first, just for drama purposes. And I think that that'll, you know, force Cora to step up to the plate. I think that also, um, maybe Poppy's mafia element might come out. Like mm-hmm. her grandma maybe will step in to protect her or like whoever her mafia ancestry is will be like, okay, we got to protect our girl, which would be very curious because we're all like, well, what is with Poppy's grandma and the mafia, you know? So I think that it gives a chance for the story to like show us that side. Mm. <laughs> or as a catalyst for some of the clans to kind of work together for a common goal. You know, because now there's all this stuff coming out about all the clans. So this notebook has, it's all the clans, right? It's not just one. I think so. Like Goliath was collecting dirt on Mm -hmm. whoever he could. Mm -hmm. Ooh, remember Lane just saw them? Maybe Lane will be crucial in helping protect them. Was that Detective Lane? She was sitting at the, um, as they were driving into town, um, there was a lady sitting at the- Yeah, she's like, did I just see what I thought I saw or something like that? We haven't seen her since like episode like 10 thing so i was like "Hmm, is that her because you know i've noticed too that of course after lily has been drawing it for so long certain characters like kind of look a little bit different than they did at the start Mm -hmm. like when uh jewelry came back yeah he he looked rather different than when we first saw him so i wasn't sure if it was detective lane or not but okay cool yeah (laughs) got it detective lane season two (laughs) yes Mm 2.0 Do you think Gil knows anything or suspects anything about Poppy's connection to any mafia? Because he was always like really, uh, like, was sort of agitated towards her, I guess. Or he like was so suspicious of her. Or is it just because she was drawing too much attention to the company? I wonder if he intended to set her up as the fall guy, like from the start. Yeah. Oh. And that's why he hired her when no one else would. 
because he's like oh perfect you know she won't suspect anything yeah I think he saw a, a naive girl that he thought he could take advantage of I think that people like him bullies look for prey that they can take to abuse and I think that that's what he wanted out of her and really if she hadn't met Torah and gotten into all that it might have worked like she really might have gotten in really big trouble Mm. and maybe her landing that account with Quincy like thwarted those plans you know what I mean that was like a blindside for Gil he wasn't expecting that Mm -hmm. I think he did mention that Mm -hmm. in one of the episodes like oh I'm why did she have to get them involved and you know she wasn't supposed to succeed and Mm -hmm. I think he underestimated her and her determination a little bit. So maybe he will be still underestimating her. Yeah. <laughs> she's underestimating herself, but she's got some growing to do. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So any, any final thoughts on the episode before we do the bonus content? Is it yeah. Friday yet? <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Thank you to my current patrons, Susie, Leah Lipris, Lily, Jenny, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Toggles, Meg, Anne Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Patty, Milda, Esther, I'm Watching People, Taurus, Papa, Steve, Marie, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, Kay, Lily, Beckett, Duranda, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Daniel, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Kaylee, and Jen. Your support is truly appreciated. Thank you.